Hello, everyone. Welcome back to BioNexus Health podcast series, Autism Uprooted. It's wonderful to have you back. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Uh, looks like 57% of those watching and uh, benefiting from the videos are not subscribers. So please go ahead and do that. It helps us take our message to a much wider audience. All right, so let's proceed to today's guest. Today we have an update for you. Uh, this is uh, Benazir from Pakistan. She is going to be updating us about her son's um, fantastic progress since we last spoke. So um, let's go ahead and welcome uh, Benazir, Benny, to the show. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. Benazir, hello. How are you doing today? Um, great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of early for me here. It's, it's only eight o'clock in the morning, but I'm usually up between like 3.30 and 4 a.m. in the morning anyways. So no worries. I'm glad you could make it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, five o'clock evening at our side. So oh, okay. My pleasure, great pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Good, good. So uh, we shall be discussing uh, about your your son's uh, further progress since last we spoke, and uh, yeah. you know, so I'll I'll just let you take it away and 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 you know, tell us how he's doing. Yeah, he's doing great. I must say, uh, last time when we talked, uh, Hamza was showing signs in improvement in speech. You remember because. It, it never happened to us before that. So it was a great achievement at that time as well that Hamza from very start showed uh, signs of speech, at least in terms of expression and nonverbal gestures. There are a lot of elements in speech itself as well. So I would say it, it was great. And uh, it was great at that time as well. And uh, there comes times when we see sometimes that uh, a child is maybe uh, showing as a plateau phase, we call it, when uh, the child is neither regressing nor uh, improving. Uh, such times also come. Sometimes there are uh, exposures. And um, obviously, with a little brainstorming, we can come up to the conclusion that, okay, this happened. And then it was a result of that exposure that the child is going through a flare. Such incidents uh, uh, keep uh, kept happening. But... Um, let me tell you one thing. For example, a great achievement for, uh, in these days, mm -hmm. uh, since we talked uh, last time, Hamza's flares are no longer that uh, intense. Flare-ups, yeah, intense, you mean? Flare-ups? Yeah. Okay. Flare-ups, I cannot recognize it very clearly. Okay. For example, he doesn't regress that much anymore. Like, it never happened that he completely became a silent child. No, not any longer. Plus, uh, because we started uh, his interaction with the outer world as well, first we were keeping him at home uh, right. at that time when we spoke. But now we take him out, for example, for tennis, for equine therapy, you know, uh, the horse riding therapy. And yes. uh, recently we uh, 
gave a trial for music therapy as well. Everywhere he was responding to the instructors, whether he was looking at them for the first time or he was meeting um, like this. Uh, I can say that every time he's um, making much more improvement uh, in terms of talking and expressing his feelings with the others. Even he uh, sometimes, for example, let me give you an, an example yes, yes. to show. For example, when he's playing tennis, I can clearly see that he, his ball goes to the other side of the court. He wasn't able to do this uh, initially, you know, as we are suffering from Lyme as well and we are recovering. Yes. I can see from my eyes that he is recovering because he is using his body much better than before. His immune issues have improved. He uh, now have started uh, getting a little fever whenever he oh, gets Oh, that's killed. great. Oh, that's good to yeah. hear. Yes, fevers are yeah. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For example, last time uh, he had a little a tummy upset and uh, he got fever along with that. Uh, it was a mild fever, not very high fever, but at least his immune response was uh, responding and um, he had fever for a couple of days and then he recovered. So I, I was happy that uh, he was able to fight off uh, whatever happened and I didn't use any antibiotics for this and he uh, was able to recover naturally yeah beautifully I must say oh and okay you know what if I may right let me because you know you're you're talking about so many um the different improvements so uh, if I may just uh, uh you know clarify specify a little bit so you're saying that, you know, which, which is quite natural that, you know, um, that he's, he's going through uh, some re-exposures uh, and because of yeah. the re-exposures, like it, it happens to everyone. So he's going through re-exposures now that he's not uh, mostly at home, you know, now that you have been, he's showing an interest in, in going out there, meeting people, trying sports. Um, and with the exposures yeah. you mentioned, he's getting flare-ups, which again happens. Now, with these flare-ups, mm. you're seeing uh, no regression right now uh, because he's yeah. on the protocol and uh, whatever exposure he's getting, the, the protocol is able to absorb that exposure. That's great, you know, because uh, sometimes... Uh, Due to various, you know, various circumstances, the exposure will exceed what mm. the protocol can do because we have to put the child on a pediatric protocol. I cannot put him, sorry, cannot put him on like, you know, 100 milligrams um, of charcoal five times a day, which is something that, that you know, an, an adult would be able to do. Uh, good. So that's yeah. that's really good. So the fact that that is happening is that his uh, the reason for that is that his immune response has improved you know and i'll see this a lot on herbal treatments that um, whatever improvements you see they are usually deep within the improvements you know so they are maintained like forever i mean the improvements that that i've seen with uh, all of my patients of course brian as well those don't change you know you might see a little ups and downs but once the gain has been made it stays so that's done yeah. now, now he has higher motor coordination so he's playing tennis he's showing an interest last time you mentioned yeah. you know he had started riding his bicycle really well 
He seems stronger. Exactly. And it was, sorry, uh, I'm interrupting, but no, yes, no. he, we uh, never trained him for that. He just started doing it. Like he wanted to do it. Now we are having a, a small cycle uh, inside our house as well, which can be uh, used within the house, of course. And he enjoys that. He rides it as well. And one thing uh, that I, um, I didn't mention uh, clearly earlier is that the improvement in speech. Now he is even trying to use a proper sentence. For example, initially he wasn't using, for example, the with a thing like the apple. He wasn't finding it necessary to say the apple in the fridge, for example. Or uh, sometimes he used to say, um, child, where is shirt, like that. He wasn't using his, her with the, uh, within the sentences. Now he is trying, he, he struggles for that. I can see that uh, looking at his face, that he's uh, trying, then he's correcting himself, going back again, then starting the sentence again, but he's trying and he is trying to put everything in place properly um, that he tries uh, several times in a day. And that's really, uh, you know, satisfying. I'm much, very, very happy over that. <laughs> So ups and yeah. downs is happening, but he's improving. That I can see. Yeah. So his and language. Remember, yeah, we tested his uh, immune uh, markers as well in the April. Okay. And uh, you were, yeah, you saw that immunity uh, markers are improving in the report as well. Yes. So uh, he's showing signs of improvement in every area. Some areas are far better than other, and. But everything is, you know, uh, complementing each other. And we can see that the child is uh, certainly reviving from the old condition. That's really satisfying. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, the question for you is, uh, do you see that his language is spontaneous, right? He's, he is, uh, you said, you know, he has started to use prepositions and what have you, and adjectives. So, uh, yeah this is spontaneous right it's it's not on demand it's not yeah. because you're you're asking him to do he, he just wants to communicate yeah this is very important point that usually we had to ask him Hamza what is this what is this now he tells him sometimes it happens that we are going somewhere we are somewhere in the office and we are concentrating talking to others but he will uh, try to grab our attention. Mama, mama, look, pen under the table. Oh, so <laughs> oh that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, the point, uh, your point, certainly, uh, that he wants to talk to us. He wants to share something. Yeah, this is uh, spontaneous, definitely. I would say this is spontaneous. He talks, he tries to talk whenever, wherever he is. And plus one more thing. Any other thing I try uh, with uh, your protocol, it gives 100% results. Sometimes uh, there are places where we go, um, a number of children are coming there. You know, for example, the tanners, the queen therapy, everywhere, he is showing much better results as compared to other. So I would say that uh, doing the treatment along with other things certainly boosts um, the effort you are doing, you are putting in. Oh, yes. And, even the therapists, the other people uh, say that Hamza's improvement is better than others. And that shows that the brain is reviving, it's reconstructing, regenerating itself, and the inflammation is going down. It's a sign of uh, success of the protocol. Yes, Definitely. yes, absolutely. Yes. You know, uh, in fact, um, this year, 
at Autism One, um, you know, Autism One is, is the largest autism conference in the world. So as usual, I, I have a couple lectures and one of the lectures that they've asked me to speak on is that what is the correct order of treatment? How do you prioritize what to treat first? So you, you make an important point, uh, Benazir, that uh, uh, now that the underlying issues are being addressed, some have been addressed, you know, he's, he's been on the protocol, you know, it's, it's like peeling off an onion, right? One layer at a time, little by little, you, you proceed. Um, and, you know, it might be slow and steady, but it's better than thinking that, oh, you know what, you know, we, we have an autism spectrum disorder diagnosis and that's it. You know, there's no cure, there's no hope, no nothing. So slow progress, consistent progress, you know, uh, is the key. And this happens if you treat in the right order. So now that yeah. we have gone through so many different steps with Hamza, uh, any other ancillary treatments, you know, complementary treatments that, that he's going to be taking, you know, you, you said equine therapy or hippotherapy, he's responding well, which is great, you know, because uh, his visual motor, his uh, body awareness, okay, his uh, sometimes because of bone conduction, which goes through uh, in in uh, hypotherapy, right? Sometimes auditory sensory processing also gets better. In and one of the biggest things that improves is proprioceptive. So all of these, you know, make a person more comfortable in their body. And when they are more more comfortable in their body. That's when you'll see um, language coming out more. Uh, you'll see academically, right? How's he doing academically? Everything. I don't have to struggle a lot like I had to uh, before uh, the treatment, you know. Uh, he understands a lot of things and a few other things. Um, uh, I would second, uh, sure. just as you said. Yeah, sure. He, he can do a lot of things without training. Like he is able to use the, um, you know, the remotes, the functions of every button. We never trained him for that as well. You know, uh, for example, how to skip a chapter and how to, you know, go faster. For example, we never trained him. He is exploring each and everything of the house. <laughs> My house is a mess at the moment and we <laughs> are just leaving it to him. But okay, explore everything and then we'll clean up. Because he is getting to every corner, every carton, every box. And he's just pulling out things, plugging in, seeing what everything is doing. And uh, it amazes me when he tries to put on the, you know, headphones. He tries to put on the radio. <laughs> we never trained him for this, you know. He's able to, because he wasn't doing all this uh, before the treatment. Uh, he wasn't that um, uh, kind of a child that was aware of his environment. What is this? What is that? He wasn't curious at all uh, that way. And secondly, he uh, um, uh, does a lot of mischievous activities. For example, it's his routine now to hide his father's mobile. And then he asks, he comes back and say, where's the mobile? 
and then he forces his father to go get it where's the mobile and he has to go he has to look for it and sometimes he turns off and throws it somewhere and it becomes really tricky to get it back and initially we had to struggle a lot with a lot of things for example now if he hides a mobile and um we ask him to uh, give me the mobile or uh, we won't go uh, to the playground or some something like this he goes back and gets the mobile brings it back uh, initially he never used to fulfill such kind of uh, demands as well so uh, we are a lot happier because he can do mischiefs as well he he's a happy child now he mostly laughs smiles reciprocate every smile and he interacts with us and other guys as well our maids and everything so it makes me a lot happier should i close my window i think it's um, the voice must be interrupting uh, no 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 it's it's fine it's fine it's uh, it's your prayer starting uh. <laughs> yeah oh god bless god bless what well, you know this is so heartwarming to hear because you have been uh so steadfast i mean i you you you've been uh very positive you have sacrificed a lot for your child you know you've put yourself aside it hasn't yeah. been about you it's been about hamza and uh, mm -hmm. look at the i mean you know look at the results you're getting you you've actually you have a very scientific mind don't you because you you understood flare ups you understood die off reactions Uh, everything yeah. that i've explained to you you know about how the immune system responds and how it is a slow and steady process yeah this is the main point where i see a lot of parents um misunderstand uh, this very crucial concept i believe look there is a lot of damage involved and there are multiple damages involved two things like exactly exactly the gravity of the situation where brain is affected where gut is affected where organs are under stress yes. how can everything come in place within days it's not possible and uh, sometimes we'll be uh, focusing more on gut and then we'll be focusing on the rest of the things and a lot of things have to uh, become better you know right. it's it, lot of effort and definitely it involves ups and downs and a lot of people just misunderstand this thing and give up very early in their journey that's very unfortunate i pray that uh, god uh, help every child and uh, recover every other child uh, i mean but uh, i think it's a very crucial point that the parents understand that it will take time and it is brain we are working on it is immune system we are working on and it will definitely take time and in this long duration we will see ups and downs because everything is not in our control sometimes mishaps happen sometimes exposures happen so uh, all of this have uh, to go together yes and it takes time yes. but it gets better yes you make um, a very important point that you know i wish um, every parent would understand so they don't Uh, don't do you know what's called as doctor hopping uh, yeah like you you go from you know uh, one treatment to another one practitioner to another um like with, within the span of 6 months within the span of a year but that's yeah. not you know it's 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 very interesting that uh 
when you start seeing progress, many parents just become um, very impatient. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's a very important point that you mentioned exactly. The damage is vast. You can't just go from, you know, one day uh, getting the diagnosis of autism and getting, you know, it's, it's, it's a tremendous shock to everyone in the family when a, a child gets diagnosed. So you can't go from a, a life sentence to suddenly within a few months, you know, uh, you have a child who is, um, who has, most of his symptoms are gone. Doesn't really work like that, you know, as a disease, uh, as a syndrome, autism itself would usually progresses. Now for us to go in and try to, you know, as much as we can try to look at the underlying issues, if there are any medical issues, in, in my practice, 100% of the time there are issues. I understand that there are no absolutes, but you know, um, fortunately in my practice, I 100% of the time I have seen children on the spectrum have so many underlying issues. You know, like you mentioned, there is brain damage, there is gut issues, there is organ stress, there is a heavy load of different kinds of toxins. And, you know, on a small body of a child, it's not possible to address all of these together. You know, it's, it's not like you can put like, you know, uh, heavy duty detoxification uh, intravenous yeah. drip for a week and boom, the body is clear. It doesn't work like that. There are exposures. That's the thing, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, you know, I've actually sadly heard from uh, many parents um, and they've sent me photos uh, some of them have traveled abroad and abroad, I mean, you know, I guess is relative because you are abroad right now for me, but you know, um, many have traveled out of country. Let me put it that way to receive, uh, to receive, you know, invasive treatments yeah. for their children, intravenous, intrathecal, um, you know, FMT, lots of antibiotics, vancomycin, you know, like a completely wiping everything out in the gut, like prepping for uh, additional treatments. I mean, uh, every parent, I'm sure, researches they want what is uh, best for their child. So hats off to that. But you know what I've seen is that many of these facilities, um, the environmental conditions are not ideal. So yeah. That, yeah. that's the problem. You know, I mean, if, if, if you are patient and stay at home, uh, or, you know, I mean, where you are and be patient and wait, wait for the protocol to go step by step. I mean, you know, scientific research, in fact, Dr. Shoemaker's research clearly shows that treating mycotoxins is a 12 step protocol. Uh, and, you know, uh, world renowned uh, infectious disease doctors have uh, and immunologists, you know, have uh, commented that PAN, PANDAS, Lyme disease, co-infections, is typically anywhere from four to seven step protocol in addition to the mole protocol takes time takes time so yeah i it takes time. lose patience yeah exactly you cannot have the results in second third phase which you want which are supposed to happen after 10 12 phases definitely and there are minor changes i usually ask mothers because sometimes the father says 
uh, we have a couple of fathers as well <laughs> uh, in our community. Okay. And sometimes they say that we are not seeing any major change. I say major change is not that important. What minor changes are you looking? Right. Are there any minor changes as well? And usually I have to say, uh, please uh, let me talk to the mother because she can observe on daily basis, even a single word, a single gesture, mother sometimes uh, notice uh, a child, a, a minor change in the child that I must say. So uh, the changes are usually very minor sometimes, uh, but these are a sign of hope that what a child cannot do earlier, he's doing now, it means the things are working. Okay, sometimes people say things improve with time. That's the major thing we face. Sometimes people say, okay, yes, your child is improving, but maybe it's happening with time. So I usually say, where was that time before, before the protocol? Why wasn't I seeing any improvement before the protocol if it's happening only because of the time? So I believe things happen with time, but your effort is necessary. In terms of medical treatment, I totally believe autism is a medical issue. Uh, I, um, I must say it is a bodily disease, I must say. It's not something that uh, we say we are not treating. We are definitely treating something. We are uh, going after infections. We are going after inflammation. We are going after immunity issues. And um, I, I'm... I must say maybe everything is not going to be 100% at the end, but I want my child to be functional. He must be independent. He must be functional. He must be able to do maximum uh, with on his own. That's uh, the wish of every other parent. And that's what we are working for. We are not going to make it exactly like the, any other normal child. Our aim is to make him functional and 100%. Um, to the maximum level we can yeah yes yes uh, yeah exactly yes um good you know i'm glad that you explained that so beautifully because uh, lack of patience is uh, is a big problem like for me it took me uh, I, I had to crawl my way through seeing Brian get better. I mean, slower than crawling because there was so much trial and error. There was nobody there to guide me. I mean, um, if I had, if my past me had my present me to guide me at that time, <laughs> it would have been, my goodness, it would have been a completely different story. You know, the, the amount of suffering, like seven and a half years of pain, like like literal pain and suffering and um, uh, everything that, that Brian went through while we were learning from so many uh, different doctors around the world, you know, that, that we visited because PANS was just going, just beginning to be researched back then. Yeah. Exactly. It's a blessing that we have people like you <laughs> because we don't even have the, those resources, that stamina, and it's a blessing. I, I always say, I always uh, make people realize that it's a blessing that we can have a Zoom meeting and we can discuss the things and we start seeing improvements because uh, definitely at your time, it was very painstaking. And maybe at that time, if I were uh, at that time, I think uh, I would have collapsed <laughs> because it's it requires uh, steel nerves and you know guts to do all this. 
So hats off to you. You oh, thank you. was able thank to you. do it. And you. It's, you know, it's uh, uh, God helps those who help themselves. And I think I, I received a, a lot of divine guidance. I think, you know, um, I always say that uh, my, my mom passed away a few years ago. We received a lot of blessings from her in heaven as well. So it was, you know, it was a joint effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a joint effort. Uh, that's also an important point, especially um, I belong to a community where sometimes it is left to mother to decide. And she usually doesn't have those resources. She cannot decide in, independently or if she decides she has to struggle a lot whether she's doing it alone or something she's left alone most of the time that's why we see very few people struggling and working on their autistic children this very this is very unfortunate so it is a family issue i believe because if uh, everyone is not going to put their effort when the child is young and you can do something for him as he gets older it becomes a problem for everyone in the family yes. so uh, it's very better it's it's much better if uh, everyone realizes and works when it's much needed when the child is young and something can be done at that time yes i wish yes. that the community thinks that way Younger, the better. Yes, you know, definitely. But recently I spoke to, I mean, I, um, I have uh, many, many patients in the Middle East, but there is this uh, family, mom, dad and son in, um, in the Middle East, in Dubai. And um, mom, I mean, the, the son is uh, 27 years old. Right. With autism all these years, absolutely brilliant mom and dad, you know, they've tried everything. But once again, you know, most probably it wasn't in the right order required, like little by little. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, mold is a is a 12 step protocol and Lyme is a, anywhere from four to seven. So at the age of 27, the tremendous improvements that are being seen in this young man, you know, he was able to come on Zoom, smiling, you know, communicating. Oh, is that Dr. Deshore? You know, and um, oh mom was so thrilled. And the biggest surprise of it all was that um, we know that there can be a tremendous growth delay, height, weight, everything, because of all of these toxins and infections and environmental, uh, environmental pollution toxins and whatnot. That was the issue with, with you know, uh, uh, this guy as well, this young man, and he has grown. I think mom said nine to 12 centimeters. He has grown at the age of 27. So, can you, I mean, you, I know it's fantastic. You know, you can, you can even imagine the, the, the amount of like, like, you know, what do they say, you know, potential energy that was stored inside this body that was not allowed to blossom because of all of the medical issues. And yes, you know, I mean, he's 27, he was loaded. He was loaded up to here with, you know, infections and toxins. Yeah. And we were able to run labs and identify those. He's doing really well. I have a 34 year old autistic lady in California and her 67 year old mom still takes care of her. And she is improving, mm -hmm. you know, her self-care, she's become independent. 
you know, she had party accidents all over, you know, the, the whole, um, I mean, it, it was uh, a lot of issues for this poor mother, you know, who, who thought she would probably go to her grave, you know, and what would happen to her daughter, which was already 67 years old. But this young lady is doing really well. She's improving. So yeah, you should never give up hope and, you know, doing a natural protocol usually works very well. Thank you for joining part one on the BioNexus Health Podcast. Join us next week for part two. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugged. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.